Hey guys, welcome to episode 190 of the Ryan is Super Strong podcast. We're still going. We are still fucking going. <laughs> we just finished a two-week, four-part series of the best of music, and it was awesome. I really, really enjoyed it. The musicians just get better and better, and the music just gets better and better, and doesn't matter what's going on in the world because uh, there's so much music to be listened to and had and, and you know bought and purchased and artists to be helped and all this stuff. So. Fuck the coronavirus, man. I've been saying that for a month and a half now. Jeez. Isn't it insane? I mean, we're into May now, and I've been home since March 11th. This is crazy talk. But uh, as, as you know, I ran out of canned, or, you know, uh, I ran out of banked episodes that were all in the can, is what I meant to say. Um, and then I did the best of series, and since then, I've started doing interviews on Zoom. So, um, so I'm bringing to you this very first Zoom interview that I've ever done uh, today is the wonderful Anthony King. Anthony is a badass LA, Orange County based guitar player, but he's actually in Canada right now, uh, kind of riding out the coronavirus stuff with his wife and, the, and his wife's family up there in Edmonton, uh, Alberta, Canada. So we, we talked and we actually did a quarantine collaboration project that'll be coming out in the next couple weeks, um, which I'm really excited about. It's really, really cool. And, uh, and, and I was like, Hey, come on the show, get on this crazy show. I've been wanting to have him on the show forever anyways. Um, and so it's kind of crazy that he's coming from Canada to do this show, but Hey, that's the, you know, in the spirit of the zoom call and keeping things going, no matter what the coronavirus throws at us. So I've said it on social media and I'll say it here. I don't care what this coronavirus does. It's not going to stop me from bringing you badass listeners, more badass guests. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to keep on doing that. I promise you that. No live shows to promote, obviously. <laughs> but uh, Kira Morrison and I, past guests, we just put out a uh, Disney-themed uh, quarantine collab um, from the, the movie Tangled. So you can go check that out if you want on YouTube, on Kira Morrison's page. It's called When Will My Life Begin? And it's very uh, appropriate for the time that we're living in right now. You can check that out. Steven Ro- sorry, Robert Rothko. Ah, I always mess that up because I've been friends with him for so long and I can't ever get his name right, but Robert Rothko released a tune called Coffee, uh, which is a YouTube video and on, available on all your musical outlets. So you can go to YouTube and look up Robert Rothko and find Coffee, which I'm in the very, I'm, I make it up you know an appearance in the beginning of the of the youtube video and then i'm playing percussion on the track with a whole bunch of past guests which i mentioned i think last week as well but you can now buy that tune i really hope that you do it's badass check it out baby uh coffee and it's it's about climate change and stuff he did this back in december it was the last session i did before 2020 so a true delight anyways guys i uh I think it's time to move on. It's time to move into this show. You know the deal. We're into regular shows now, you know, but it's not regular. It's the Corona, the Corona Files. Let's call it the Corona Files. <laughs> All of these Corona Files will be done on Zoom. I hope you enjoy that. And like I've said in the past, you know, you don't come to this show to hear about politics or things that are going on uh, typically, you know, like in, on the planet. <laughs> You come for silliness, but you know, times are such that it's impossible not to talk about. So I guarantee you, you're going to hear a lot about quarantine and coronavirus stuff in the next weeks to come. But Hey, this is going to serve kind of as a time capsule for me and all of you as well, I'm sure. So, um, you know, it's just our chance to relate together and kind of understand where we're all at during this weird, wacky time. So that being said, uh, no, I'm, you know, 
just, you know, just giving you a forewarning that if you don't want to ever hear about coronavirus, then maybe listen to music, just music. <laughs> That's all, because every podcast is talking about coronavirus now. <laughs> so stop listening to the podcast altogether. <laughs> um, anyways, guys, I hope that you guys are comfortable. I hope that you are healthy and safe. I want to say a special thank you to everybody that's on the front line dealing with all this stuff for us. I really appreciate it, and I hope that the curve keeps on, you know, stopping and going down and all that. I hope that you're comfy. I hope that you have plenty of snacks, plenty of beverages. Your dogs and your cats are keeping you company, and uh, if you have family around you, you are very lucky and fortunate. I hope that uh, you don't let them get on your nerves too bad. They love you. You love them. And if you are alone during this quarantine time, I hope that you're finding peace in that. And I hope it's not too difficult, although I am praying for you and hope that, you know, it's not too difficult. I, you know, it's it's really nice to have a little team, even if it's just you and one friend or you and your spouse or whatever, or you and your dog, you know. So if it's just you and you're alone, I hope that you find a little bit of company in these podcasts. And I'm going to keep on putting them out and keep on showing you about badass musicians all around our beautiful globe. <laughs> anyway, with that. I hope that you will sit back, relax, and enjoy the freaking show! All right, hey, hey! Welcome to the Ryan is Super Strong podcast. This is Ryan Knudsen, and I am, you guessed it, super strong. Today's strength level is Merlin. Now, Merlin is an interesting strength level. Now, you know, I think everyone knows about that old-timey famous wizard uh, back from olden days. But the reason I'm thinking about Merlin now is because my lovely fiance, Lori Pasqualino, and I have been uh, binge-watching the, the BBC series of Merlin uh, from like 2009 to 2012. We've been binge watching it on Netflix because we're stuck in the house during the coronavirus and we're binging lots of things these days. <laughs> but the thing about Merlin as well that made me think about my guest today is that Merlin comes from a time of royalty, a time of kings and queens. And today I have a lovely, wonderful guest, a guitar player, composer, multi-instrumentalist, producer, all-around badass who I've known for several years. This is the wonderful Anthony King. Yo! Do you like how I tied in uh, Merlin and Olden Times with your last name there, Anthony? The old part? Yeah, I just turned 51, so yeah. <laughs> Spot on there, buddy. Oh, I wasn't shooting for the old part. <laughs> just the king part. <laughs> I thought, yeah, no, it fits in many ways. Yeah, I like, I like the way you did that. And I have to say right away that I didn't know that you hit the K in Knudsen. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I think that the, I always, like, there's a brand of, you know, they make dairy products, Nudson. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's I Newton, think yeah. they, there's K, they just ignore the K. Yeah, it's a soft K for them. Yeah, yeah, they just don't even bother. People are always like, are you part of the dairy family? And I'm like, would I be talking to you if I was part of that dairy money? <laughs> <laughs> Talk about maybe kings. With a nicer, like with nicer clothes and maybe a nicer car. Yeah, the glass of milk at all times. I think the whole yeah, family yeah. has a backpack, camelback of milk. Cottage cheese. They they make they're really big for where their cottage. Yeah, cheese. that cottage cheese and the sour cream and stuff like that. Yeah, they have a nice, real nice line of dairy. 
<laughs> so how are you doing, man? You're in, uh, well, you know, the first question I give to all my guests is the same, I guess, so I guess we should start there. Sure. Um, but it is a little bit different because normally, you know, people come to my house and oh. they sit with me and we do the interview and I say, Hey, who are you? And what are you doing here? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm here in Canada. Uh, I'm just a dude. I'm just a dude. And, uh, yeah, man, I'm, I, I'm not in your house. So I, I can't answer that question in any kind of funny way. Uh, but <laughs> you and I just, I'm here with you because I saw what you were doing and I was like, Hey, we haven't done a project together in a while. So here we are. And I yeah, man. actually mixing your, your drums and percussion. You gave me so much great stuff. Uh, <laughs> it's amazing. So I, I actually dithered it all down and brought things in and out, but most of it's there the whole way through. It sounds great. It's going to be a really cool track. Cool, man. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm excited. So what Anthony's talking about is a little bit of a quarantine collab that we're doing, <laughs> which are very popular now as it's the only way for musicians to so popular. connect and hang out with yeah. each other. But that's right. So yeah, actually, so you're, not only are you the first Zoom, um, you know, or FaceTime or, you know, over the phone kind of uh, interview I've ever done for the show, but you're also international right now because you're in Canada. Yeah, this is like we're we're just leaps and bounds, man. This is incredible. It's so insane. I mean, that's I mean, it's you know, it's it's funny to say like thanks for technology and all that stuff, but it really is amazing like that we're able to just like hang out, <laughs> you know. Yeah, the hangout part is amazing. Like we've been doing formal Fridays with Daft's family. Um, the last one we were actually out on a walk. We're like, oh yeah, formal Friday. So we get a Zoom call and. Uh, we've had up to eight to 10 people all over the place and we're all, we get, we call it formal Friday cause it's an excuse. Like I wear a sport coat and staff wears a dress, does her hair. And it's yeah, kind of yeah. fun because, you know, I want to, I actually want to say that I, I'm actually wearing street pants. I'm going to demonstrate <laughs> Oh, because I saw, I saw this thing on the new, like someone showed a news thing where the dude was in his house and he's totally wearing, like he's got a sport coat. And yeah. a tie and a shirt, but the, his angle was bad, and he wasn't wearing pants. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was like, "Dude, yeah. you gotta put put some pants on, man." That's the best. Uh, I I mean, I've been home since March 11th, and uh, I, I've only worn boxers, athletic shorts, pajama pants, pretty much exclusively. You know, <laughs> except for the few times I've done those quarantine collaboration videos, I've put on pants for the you to know make, however long it takes me to video. video. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's <a> exactly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we go out, uh, we go, we try to stay active and go hiking along the river, but so many people are out. And I did the same thing in you as you when I was in LA. I shut it down um, early May or March, yeah. And then I didn't want to stay there alone. You know, I felt safe in Long Beach. I was fine. I had provisions, all of that stuff. But my mom was in, in uh, Monterey, so I was like, I'm just going to skedaddle and get up there. So I went there and then a very good friend of ours who's a lawyer was like, I was reading the, this thing about the border closing. He goes, you'll be able to get across with your marriage certificate. So by some oh. stroke of luck, Daph and I got married in February. So I drove from Monterey. To, basically, I made it to Edmonton in two days and 1,700 miles. Wow. Uh, so the first day I went 760 some odd miles and stayed in Twin Falls, Idaho, slept in my car with a sleeping bag in like 30, no, 28 degree weather. Oh, shit. I brought my own food, water. I didn't want to talk to anyone, see anyone. I didn't stay at a hotel. Right, yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I did, took care of it. Like, 
glove for the gas, then throw the glove away, hand sanitizer in the car, the whole shooting match. Yeah. And, uh, and they let me across. So I've been here now five weeks. Wow. Yeah. That's great. And, and like, so you have like a studio set up there. Yeah. Did, I mean, you, if, if did, you, did were, you bring stuff or did you have, did they have a little area already set well, up? Well, there's a little, a little bit of both. We, in her house here, we had it all set up. You can see the sound panels are yeah. finally up. Um, some of them were up, but we, we just took this time to get the rest up. And it's kind of a vibey little room and it's downstairs. So it's really mellow and quiet, but I have these windows as you can see. So it's not, it's a basement, but it doesn't feel like you're in a cave. Yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah. Especially on a nice day, I open these windows, and uh, we just got into spring here, so it's been it's been great. But yeah, this room up here is actually probably better than my, because in my apartment in Long Beach, it's just kind of, you know, it's it's like it was when you came over in Westchester. It's just kind of part of the room is the studio, sure. part of my yeah and yeah. So I'm looking to eventually get a a two-bedroom or a, obviously a house where I can have the studio and not in the living room. Yeah, real space for it. Yeah. There's something, I know that, like, you know, for sound quality, they say, you know, it's, like, not ideal to have windows and stuff, but I, I just feel like studio spaces get so stuffy, you know. It's nice to yeah. have that with that option to open it up and get some fresh air in there. And this is actually breathe. pretty dead because we've got, uh, there's uneven walls, there's a popcorn ceiling, and then we've got the panels, and we are going to do... Um, mostly for lighting so I can control light when making videos, but we are going to uh, make some, some curtains to cut down on reflection also. And yeah. but yes, like you said, something that we can open so that I can bring in the day. Cause yeah, yeah, a little bit, yeah. If I'm just writing or recording direct, I don't need silence. I don't need perfect sound. Yeah. If exactly. I'm bass right into the computer. I can have, you know, there can be a monsoon going on. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, ideally not, but I get what you mean. <laughs> no, I get we get the the uh, you know the yard workers and the crazy construction sounds and all that kind of stuff all the time. You know, typically right in the middle of when I'm trying to do a take on something. You know? <laughs> right when you have to do live drums or or some real delicate percussion stuff. Yeah, luckily, luckily most of the time it's it, like I do loud drums, so it's the, I can cover up with a weed whacker outside. <laughs> yeah, weed whackers and the dude the. Those air, the leaf blowers, just the worst. Yeah, so man. Loud, and they always seem to do that too. When I'm actually gonna do an acoustic guitar part and need the microphone, right? So, but that's when they decide in Long Beach to pass my house. <laughs> I'm like, wow. <laughs> of course, man. Well, right. hey, so speaking of studio and recording and all this type of stuff, I think you know, like my, one of my favorite things to do on the show is the hype musicians and hype what they do best, which is play yeah. music and all that. So why don't we start before we get into the full, you know, interview part of the show? Why don't we start with, you know, some music? Sounds great. What do you want to share? Uh, I got a couple of things that uh, that I thought about, and uh, this first track is one that I I write with a buddy. He actually plays drums and he sings like a bird, and so he writes these tracks. But a lot of times we end up using Easy Drummer because I'll blow the whole track out, and he'll be like, "Dude." That just sounds great. Why change it? And then other times he'll give me drum, he'll play the drums first and then he'll sing and play a scratch guitar. And then what I'll do is blow the track out, send it back to him fully mixed. And then he'll sing and he'll do like 20 tracks of, oh, he's one of those guys just gotcha. doubles things and layers and beautiful harmonies coming in and out. So it's, you know, uh, so this song is called, I know a boy, we did it more 
more recently. We've actually got one that I'll play later for you that, uh, on the next song we talk about um, that doesn't have the full vocal yet. So maybe we can listen to some of that one just without the scratch vocal because he just has a very basic melody on that one. But this one's called I Know a Boy, and the artist, he goes by Geofly, but his name is Jeffrey Strudwick, G-E-O-F-F-R-E-Y, uh, Jamaican dude. Died, grew up with in Miami. Nice. Yeah. All right, here we go. It's uh, it's called I Know a Boy. I Know a Boy by Jeff by Geofly. Fears of what will be, yeah. So when's our Superman coming round to break the bad and take the good and save this town? No, maybe it's our broken mind. Maybe we are good, running from the darkness in our mind. sausages made here to my listeners which is that you know we're we're doing the zoom stuff so we're just doing pauses and i'm editing those, <laughs> those <two zooms>. exactly. <laughs> so, you know i don't i don't keep any secrets from the listeners so I just i'll freeze say, i'll freeze like <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. 
There it is. <laughs> well, I like that, Matt. Well, so typically, you know, on these shows, well, thank you, first of all, for sharing that. And we got more tunes coming your way, listeners. I hope that, yeah, I think right now, I just did a, a two-week, uh, four-episode series of the best of music that's been on my show oh, so nice. far. So in a year, year and a half or so, and I've collected a bunch more of that, you'll be on that as well. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I, the, I really think that these days, especially, um, it's important to have some music to listen to. <laughs> it's, I think, uh, keeping, keeping people sane and keeping people company. Um, and typically with the show, I try to keep it pretty evergreen and, uh, not really get into like the, what's going on or too much politics or whatever, but I think it's kind right. of impossible, <laughs> Right. <laughs> kind of impossible given this, the, uh, what we're all going through right now. Um, but so, yeah, so I think there will probably be quite a bit of quarantine talk here on this, on this show. But I, lo do, I love that story that you, like, just hauled ass up to Canada to, to be with your wife and family up there. Yeah, you know, I, I got nervous because I, I have a pretty manageable, but I do have asthma. Um, so mm. if I did get this, um, there's a possibility I would need a ventilator. Yeah. And the thought of being in Long Beach where there's 500,000 people in my little city um, and being in LA, which is millions, three, four million plus, uh, it made me nervous. So that's why first I went to Monterey, which would have, it would have been a great place to ride it out also with my mom. Um, and we were doing the whole, like she kept saying, let's play dominoes. Cause we always play dominoes. I'm like, I have to spend two weeks downstairs with zero contact with you. And I can't be in the, like we, yeah. If you get sick, you're 71. Like, that's not okay. Uh, so uh, I finally convinced her. And then two days after I got there is when I got the call and the, the lawyer said, no, nah, you'll be able to make it across. So, but, but then we did the same thing when I got here. I stayed downstairs in the house because we, luckily we have upstairs and downstairs also. Um, and we would have food together at opposite ends of the table. But I, we did not interact socially, me and my wife, for, two, for 14 days. Man, that's make crazy. sure that I didn't, you know, because I had been like you probably. I went to vote on mm -hmm. Super Tuesday, and and yep. this was already coming to our shores by then, well, well into March, and then or a week into March, and then I went to a 60th birthday because uh, I had to, and and right. at this point it was still new, and you know, we've all been. I, I think there's a weird thing. Um, and we feel so isolated in North America from things like Ebola and SARS and they all, they all get kind of thrust upon us and we get scared by them, but then they, they all just drift in the background. Even yeah. n one, which was pretty bad. It was really bad. Yeah. Killed it so was, many but it, <laughs> this one, I think because it spreads so fast mm -hmm. um, and the mortality rate is higher. That's what, changed the dynamic of this one is just, it just it changed so fast like every every it, the, it was the, all the unknowns that made this one so scary i think yeah so and, creepy. You know, my wife is in uh, in you know she's a registered nurse and she's working from home screening other other healthcare official uh people that helpers that needed to either get tested or were sick or whatever and now she's interviewing people that are going to be new hires and stuff because they need more right. people. But up here in Alberta, it's, they flatten the curve really nicely. Like uh, Calgary's yeah. a little rough down south from here, mm -hmm. but Edmonton is, is great. Um, people are just being really respectful. I mean, you, you go through the store. Uh, I don't go in because of my asthma, but sh when we do need supplies, we'll go. And there's literally a bouncer at the door, and he's like, okay, you in, and you follow arrows 
Yeah. You don't just willy-nilly go around the store. Now, I've heard in the States, they're kind of just like in L.A. My buddy who works at Lowe's. He said, he said at Home Depot, they are following the arrows procedure. But in Lowe's, they're just letting people come in. And I'm like, it's too soon. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's a, yeah, it's a, it's a weird, like lack of regulations and some, in some places and like really, really hard regulations in others. It's a, yeah. it's a weird cocktail. Cause it, it doesn't make any sense. It's, it's, especially if you venture out to get groceries and they, it could, you just keep on resetting the clock, you know? <laughs> so it's, yeah, it's a weird it's, yeah, exactly. Then you got to start it two weeks again. That's yeah. exactly, a good way to put it, resetting the clock. So, and you know, we get stuff to the house, you know, we order f- food in, uh, from local restaurants that are doing like several places here in Edmonton have reinvented themselves. I mean, there's this one place we love called Otto. They do um, house-made sausages and like kind of the German thing and they have beer and they deliver everything on their menu. So you order on Saturday and whatever they have, you got to get on there early and like get the good stuff. But they, yeah. the owner himself has been to our house twice in the last two weeks delivering sausages and beer. I mean, that's awesome. better than that. and then burger is a burger joint they literally you can order it and go pick it up and they same thing they have red x's on the ground six feet apart you wait here you come in you pay with a tap and you get your food and you get out but even when we go to the grocery store we're super like i talked to other people that aren't doing this we get our stuff we we bring it home we put it on the floor then we wash our groceries and right away not everybody's doing that and i Maybe it's because I have asthma and I live with a registered nurse, but we are not taking any chances. Not that this is a death sentence if you get it, but who needs, I don't want, I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to either. Like yeah. Thing. <laughs> yeah, sure. Well, there's gonna, there's the, some truth to that herd immunity thing we're going to work towards too, where everyone's going to get a little bit of it probably. And, you know, it's by some yeah. point. And, yeah, the grocery thing, we haven't really adopted the, the wiping down and cleaning everything that much, but we, we, but we do like, everything in cardboard boxes, like we drink a lot of LaCroix or we like if we get cereals or bre- like whatever's like in any packaging, we just take the packaging off and throw it out right away yes. and either, either repack. So we don't really clean stuff, but we'll just re- we'll just, we'll just destroy they whatever exactly. packaging was, it was possibly touched yeah. by anybody and just repackage stuff in Tupperwares and stuff. Right. And, and, and then just wash your hands after that. Washing your hand. Exactly. So <laughs> even if you just bought your milk and put it in the fridge, Every time you use it, you should wash your hands. Just keep washing those hands. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's it's a strange world that we live in now, but it's this is you know the new norm for a while. Um, there's, you know, the uh, it, it sounded like it was a ways off, but now it sounds like the vaccine might be sooner than we thought. So we'll see what happens with that. It's going to be weird too, thinking about you know, it's like you know, living through this this time, or you know, like our grandkids or things like that will be like, oh, crazy grandpa, like you know, washes his hands nonstop or, you know, because he lived through the coronavirus or, you know, thinking about that stuff is weird. And how is travel going to look, man? It's going to, now we're going to need three hours at the airport, not two. It'll be three. They'll take your temperature, (laughs) hopefully with a very quick, because we, uh, she bought a thermometer that is amazing. It literally, you aim it at something and it reads from like feet away. Yeah, and it's accurate. Like it read my my temperature, and then we did it on the coffee. That was different, so it was uh, pretty brilliant. So that'll be in place. I mean, con- and it's cr- just uh, they're gonna have. They're, I mean, like I already have TSA pre-check and global entry and stuff, but they're yeah. gonna have some kind of new clean check or something too. Medical probably pre-check. Yep, yeah. and it'll be like a whole another thing. Yeah, uh, and the the jury's out. They don't think like they thought at first that it'll 
once you get it, you can't get it again. Then they're now thinking that that's incorrect. Yeah, they don't know. It's all that yeah, stuff right. is like projections and ideas and hope and hopes. Yeah, <laughs> like you know, it'll die in the summertime because the heat. Then they're like, oh, we don't really know if it will or not. <laughs> Maybe not. And for us, shoot, I had about five grand worth of gigs overseas. I was supposed to go to Australia. We were going to stop uh, in Hawaii on the way where my artist lives and do a show there, then continue on. That was going to be the start of our year, April third. Gone. Then we were, we were headed to Denmark later. I've never been to Denmark. I was really looking forward to that. That's off. Um, and now they're talking about late 2021. And I mean, as an artist and a musician, I feel bummed about that. But at the same time, I, I wouldn't even want to see my favorite act right now and stand shoulder to shoulder with people. No way. I know. Yeah, just try to stay away. Yeah, it's weird, man. So this is a weird time. I, you mentioned that Super Tuesday thing, the voting thing. Uh, where did you vote at? Okay, so this is the annoying part. I Googled where to vote this year because I know that... They changed it up. Well, they keep, they keep doing that to confuse... Like, you know, yeah. you know, so uh, without getting too political again. <laughs> but so I, the stupid part is the place where I always go, which is a park. There is a building you go into, but it's you wait outside. That's the ideal. That would have been ideal for this situation we were in. But I Googled it and it said the church right on the corner but I'm even closer so Bigsby Park is very close to me this church is even closer so I went in and what did they have us they had us in the outer hallway of the church which is narrow and curved so we, the line was going down one way then turning and coming back so you were literally three feet from and I was like ah oh, this is yeah. terrible and then I find out later after being there for 40 minutes that Bigsby Park is open I'm like well I've been here this long Yep. But I'm just going to wait and, and go through here. I don't want to start over if the line over there is long. But like I said, once I passed two weeks from that and then passed two weeks after my buddy's birthday, I was like breathing a sigh of relief. Like, okay, those were the last two times I was around a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. And I was really kind of like, oh, all right. I, I was pissed at voting time, man. Because we, we've always we've gone to the same same voting place, you know, which is a apartment complex just about two blocks away from where Lori and I live. Okay. And uh, and we all it's it's in and out every we've it's just been in and out. You just go there. You just it's super easy. It's the same people that run it every time. Really right. nice. And then this 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 you know primary they changed it up and did the whole, you know, oh now you can go to anywhere. You don't have to go to your place. It's going to make things way easier. And everywhere I, I went, I, there's, there, there's a bunch of locations I went driving around looking for them, but they were all, they all had, you know, lines around the buildings and things. And you'd go up and everywhere was understaffed. And so like they were gone three hour, three hour waits in line and all that stuff. And I waited for an hour in one line before they came out and said, one of our staff members just had to go home sick. It's just me now. And, uh, you know, it's going to take at least two more hours to get here. Like, and she was like halfway down the line and I, and I was like 50 more people behind that, you know? Oh, so we all driving around looking for all these places. And then my brother texted me and said, Hey, I'm at a location that's like 30 minute wait. So I'd like zipped over there really quickly and waited for an hour and, you know, still took an hour and a half to vote there. Wow. And so the whole thing was like 30, th like three hours. And, um, and, and it was that, you know, it was the coronavirus was coming. <laughs> like everyone knew, but you know, it was like, we were all, I had hand sanitizer in my, in my car, you know, that I was using yeah. and stuff. And, and, uh, it was a creepy time, but man, it was just so frustrating. Bad, bad yeah. time. I mean, I was standing in that line. Like I said, it wound 
through this nasty thin corridor and people were coughing and yeah. of course you get those guys making a joke oh don't worry i don't have coronavirus you're like yeah stop it was like a joke at the beginning yeah yeah i mean like i said uh you know i, I used to date a food uh, food person uh she was in food and she um, was at the 60th birthday party i went to and i asked her about it she said yeah it'll and and i thought i agreed with her we thought ah, it'll probably be like sars or whatever bird flu it's just a scare and they're trying to but this this just just changed everything and living in an international city like we do you know people were getting off those planes and the scary part about i think the really big difference about this one that that some people don't understand that especially the ones that think this is a hoax or a or a ploy or some kind of political stunt is that you can carry it around and not even know you're you're asymptomatic whether you're going to get sick or not you may never even get sick cuz you're just lucky right but you could get sick but for 2 weeks not know you, and then you're just getting other people sick yeah and that i think is the most diabolical part about it is sure that, is this uh this incubation period where you're completely getting the trader joe's guy sick and the whole foods dude and the everywhere yeah. you go starbucks like you're just infecting everybody That's yeah well i am curious about the, the people on the front line that obviously you know thank so thankful for people that are on the front line whether that be you know, hospital workers or food delivery people or, you know, people at the cashier every day. But yeah. I'm so curious like about these people that are working like at Ralph's and, and, you know, like at your local grocery market that are there every day and interfacing with everybody, Walmarts and all that stuff where you're just like, you know, and you see, and they're there every day and they're not getting sick. And you're and I'm wondering, are they becoming some type of superhuman being exposed to like that many different types of germs at this t moment in time. Yeah, right. Exactly. What, you know, like how are they not all falling crazy? Are they just being that careful that it's not getting to them? I mean, they have all the plastic, you know, a lot of the, have, the, like, plastic the reflective and, shields and all that stuff. Yeah. I mean, if you use uh, the other problem is that it, uh, people don't use the personal protection equipment, P PPE as mm -hmm. it's known uh, the right way. Like when I was driving up here, my my uh my mom gave me a box of gloves she said take those for gasoline and stuff so the way to use it is i would get out of the car i would use my left ungloved hand for my gas cap and everything on my car because i know my car is safe it's my mm -hmm. car i've been using it and i'm clear and then i would put the glove on do the credit card use the glove to pump the gas and then once you're done it's a single use. You peel it yeah. off, you throw it away properly. That's another thing. You see gloves on the street. Oh, like, dude, ah. people are throwing, throwing their gloves the behind them. Yeah. So that's just irresponsible and selfish. But yeah. then, yeah, throw it away, get in the car, use hand sanitizer, done. Same thing with the mask. You have to cup it in your hand to put it on, and then you, you don't want to touch it in any way. And then you put it on. Then it is also – it's not necessarily single use, but after a few hours – it's contaminated on you right. and it's actually more for other people than it is for you. Exactly. Um, yeah. Even the N95 is like down to three microns. One molecule of this disease is one micron. So that's small enough to get in, although they don't usually travel in one, in one little, like yeah. usually if a molecule is coming at you, it's more than three microns big. So it's like a bunch of dudes trying to get through the door at the same time. So the yeah. idea is that it will be pretty safe, 
but it's more for other people than it is for you. So that's the idea is that if everybody is using them and using them properly, then we should see less infections in the future. And, you know, this is brought up, my thing is though, this has brought about such a profound change in the planet. Like air is clearer. When I was leaving LA. Yeah. Big time. I could see blue to the horizon. That's never been that way since I've been in LA 23 years from yeah. Miami and uh, you never can see it's always like orange from uh, like this much of the horizon. Yeah. It's blue all the way to the bottom. And I drove, I took the 101 on purpose. I usually take the five to go to my mom because you cut across the 46 much faster. But I'm like, sure. nah, this is gorgeous. It's, there's not a cloud in the sky. The sky is completely clear. It was something. So uh, I had just been thinking about this. And then I talked to a buddy of mine who works in an office in New, in New York and he, I mentioned it to him. He said, it's so funny that you just said that because I was just working on a plan to stagger once this is over, not only for health reasons, but for the environment, to stagger when people come in. Right. So you take an office of 100 people, you could have 50 come in one week and then 50 the next, and you can actually change what 50, so it's not always the same because people, you know, work is a social thing for most people too. So they want to see their different coworkers um, so it's, you wouldn't want to be with the same people every week, but so you get this nice tiered staggered thing, but imagine how much more parking there would be, how much less traffic there would be if we can take some of the beautiful things we saw, you know, and then the the big kick in the pants is that these corporations were like, no, everyone can't work from home. Well, well, we realize that they actually can. So yeah. And I, well, I think, I, th I think there's, you know, there's a learning curve there that they're afraid of. There's, you know, yeah. cost of different, you know, technology and all this stuff that they're yeah. afraid of committing to without being tested. And sure. You know, and so, but now I think it's going to be like, Holy crap. Like actually our, our workers are getting more work done and they're happier and they're, you know, they can work from home and they can, you know, and, and now in a world where we don't know what's going to happen post coronavirus, like it, it's, you know, technically safer and all this stuff yeah. and better for the environment to cut down on commuting and you get everybody extra spending cash because they're not spending it on gas money. And, you know, so, and I think that uh, a lot of companies are just going to be like, dude, let's, let's lose these offices. You know, let's, let's buy, let's get a small office with three meeting rooms and a couple offices for our essential, like, you know, CEO or whatever, you know, like the type of people that we want to have around. Yeah. And then everybody else can work from home. You know, I think that'll, I think there'll be some really good global pros after this. Yeah, I, I hope we carry them forward. I really do because um, this would be a really great, I mean, Greta Thunberg must be really happy right now. Sure. I'll tell you what, <laughs> she's like, ha ha. You, the, Mother nature told you to sit down and shut up now. Be, That's right. They wouldn't listen to her. They wouldn't listen to, you know, I mean, I, I think she's a star, but you know, me too. People That's that like that old uh, George Carlin bit where he's, you know, said the, the, the world will shake us off like a bad case of the fleas. I knew you were going to say that. That's one of the best. <laughs> yes. Save the planet. Save the planet. Save the people. Like, yeah. <laughs> dude, he's, man, he should have been president. He was one intelligent. Oh, man. No, no hell yeah. What a thinker. Wow. No, that's true, man. I, I think, I, obviously, like I said, you know, it's, it's, it's impossible not to think about all this stuff right now, and we're all kind of stuck in it. Um, yeah. But uh, let's, you know, let's, let's shift because um, I wanted to, I'm sure we're going to talk some more about this in the games and things like that, but let's shift. Let's go, let's, let's share another tune. I think that'd be a good, good, a good way to get out of the coronavirus. Like now that we've been kind of talking about our fears and our, <laughs> like the, cra the crappy yeah. part about it, let's, let's hear some more music and then we'll move into games. How's that sound? Games. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll share. I'll share this one. Um, it's a song called Waitlist that I actually did wrote for Daff and just posted it as a surprise with a video on Christmas Day. Cool. Literally twelve oh one, I put it up because I couldn't. I had been. We're both night owls, and it had been mixed, and I had been working on it for months. I had different people singing it and playing on it, and I uh, used Easy Drummer and produced the whole thing and layered the guitars to the nth degree. Um, and it's a really cool song. It's a 6-8 kind of – it was inspired by uh, – are you hip to Big Rec, Ian Thornley at all? Uh, Ian Thornley. I, 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 I know exactly – I know you're talking about, but I'm not yeah. like oh, – not well-versed but i'm not here to talk right about it. anyway he's got a song out that totally inspired the feel and the kind of overall vibe um and so anyway this song is called weightless nice
awesome, man. Well, thank you for sharing that. Um, so now that we are, you know, uh, into the into the game section, the first game that we always play is a little something called the Compliment Corner. The beasts of the forest can be mean and make your day gloomy. To make the world a better place, Ryan welcomes his friends to a magical space called the Compliment Corner. So in this in this corner. What it does is it gives me and my guest a, a little opportunity to just forget about how dark and gloomy the world can be, uh, especially now in these dark times, and uh, just spend a little time, you know, forgetting that there's anyone else in the world, just you and me. Uh, I'm going to give you a compliment that I mean, then you'll flip it on me, give me a compliment that you mean, and we're both going to walk out of this Zoom call, you know, one compliment heavier at the end of the day. I like how's that, that. How's that sound? Okay. <laughs> All, right, All right, well, here's my compliment for you, my friend. Um, I met you several years ago when I was playing with I was playing drums with the Stevie G band, and mm -hmm. I met you through those guys. Oh, sorry, I thought I heard a, I heard a crazy sound, but it was just uh, I think the trash man's picking up the dumpster, and so it's in the alley. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I met you with the Stevie G band. You were doing some producing for those guys, and but we used to just go over to your house and chill in Westchester before shows. Um, I can't remember, we were playing down like Redondo Beach and, and all, all, all these other areas, but we like, uh, I remember Stevie just being like, hey, let's go to Anthony's place. We'd go and chill out with you and drink beers and stuff. And uh, I, I remember just thinking you were the coolest dude. You know, I, I, like you, you have this cool demeanor and oh. you're very, like, I think the audience can hear just from the way you're, you know, how well-spoken you are that you're informed and, and educated about stuff, but you just have this cool laid back vibe. And then when you hear you play or produce stuff and it's like, oh shit. This guy's a badass, you know. Oh, so I just, I just really think of you as a really cool, like you know, I'm a, a veteran musician here in the LA scene that the to one that really to look up to and admire. And so I've always, you know, thought you're a badass, man. Dude, wow! Compliment accepted. <laughs> accepted. Virtual hugs, man. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's funny. It it really goes back the same to you. I mean, almost exactly the same uh, setup. Like you coming over. First of all, real quick, we have to do this again with beers. Yeah, agreed, agreed. Because <laughs> when you said afternoon, I was like, ah, that'll be great. But I remember so many funny times, like when I was trying to do my YouTube channel and I just had you, like, I, I had this weird thing going on with the Mood for Today guy. And, and I had you say on video, dude, the Mood dude's dead, dude or done dude or whatever. And you just, the way you said all, it was like an alliteration dude, the mood dudes, like it was so freaking hysterical. Like you, so my main compliment to you is that not only are you a great musician with world knowledge of, of percussion drums and really how to use all those things uh, really well, but also the comedic timing and just like, uh, yeah. And this, it's really the same because those nights that you would, we would come hang out, just endless fun, just endless fun, goofing around, <laughs> whatever we were doing, super fun. Yeah, I mean, those are silly times. I really like hanging with those guys. I haven't talked to them for a really long time. I yeah, mean, that, that, that album came out, and then it was just, and then it just kind of, kind of fizzled out as far as they're performing and stuff all the time. Yeah, it was really. I think that was almost his swan song. I think he's gonna, he wants to write more, and he may have some things in the. I saw him recently. I went to an elbow concert with him at the Wiltern, and him awesome. and uh, yeah, and so we we had a really great time. Um, his wife, Caroline, and Daphne was in town, so we all went to Chosun Galbi for some Korean barbecue before and went nuts. And, like, I over-ordered 
because the lady was like, no, you should get this. I was like, all right, sure. And, oh, my God, we had so much meat. It was fantastic. Yeah, and I love, man. I, I really miss Korean barbecue, man. That's, I've been thinking about that. Man, you know, we, we get this food delivered and or we make food, and it's super great. But, yeah, we have this network of friends in L.A., as I'm sure you do, and, and, and here in Edmonton, we, and we're all foodies. We love, and one of my favorite things is to go out to eat. And so, yeah, I can't wait till that's a thing again because that, yeah, that's one of the things I miss. We didn't ask that question. You didn't ask me that question, but I'm answering. One of the biggest things I miss is just a good meal at a great restaurant. Yeah. yeah. I must see, I'm excited to hear, you know, the way the, the server come over and say, would you like to start with anything? I start you out with some apps or anything. <laughs> yeah. I've been dying to hear that sentence. You know, as a matter of fact, you can, we'd like to have this <laughs> homemade pretzel and I'll have that IPA. Yes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh man. I, yeah. I've been thinking about it. It's, it's weird because I mean, budgetarily speaking, like, you know, how much savings there are right now. And you know, we, we eat out a lot and order in a lot and go, you know, go to, you know, dinner with friends and all these things all the time. And since the, since March 11th, we've ordered food twice. Right. That's all, you know, and it's, it's now, uh, what is it? April 30th. Almost today. May. Yeah. Like, yeah. So it's, uh, it's just, cra it's really, really crazy. I mean, that's a lot of savings for sure. But I mean, we, but it, it's that's one of my favorite things in the world to do is cook. So we've just been, you know, we've been cooking everything and cooking big batches of stuff and freezing it and like, you know, putting on eating. Yeah. No, we've been eating really great, great, but it's been fun to just cook together and like have all this awesome stuff. Hundred percent, yeah. No, no, I like that part, and it's definitely. Uh, we've had some like she set up my the kitchen for my birthday with a bunch of fun stuff, and her folks came by and and were outside and saying social distancing happy birthday for me and brought yeah, flowers yeah. and yeah, it's been neat. But yeah, I right before this all happened when the last time I was here we discovered like two or three new places restaurants yeah. here and we're just dying to go back you know yeah man of course one of these places is called the butternut tree or something and they just have their food is insane the waiter we had a great experience with his I think his name was Tim and like to tell you the kind of place this was Daphne ordered this this cocktail that came in like a you know a martini glass that was called like the whatever the iceberg and it had a giant ice like ice cube in it that was a perfect like tennis ball shape and you're just yeah, like yeah. oh wow and then they took uh, meringue and they made it, it like it looked like an iceberg sitting on top of Ooh. yeah and the drink was all like ice colored water like almost like the blue lagoon in in iceland or something yeah, yeah exactly Ooh, yeah exactly. <laughs> it was fantastic <laughs> so, so good. yeah i can't wait to get back oh me too man man well hey that's been the compliment corner there you go <laughs> that was a little tangent a little tangent yeah. at the end oh i'm a tangent guy so me too hey that's what this whole show is might as well be great. the tagline that's 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 no problem um, but no, yeah, I, mean, I cannot wait to get back into food, man. That's oh. really, really missing that. I'm sure everyone listening can relate to that. Yeah. Even, I mean, even if it's, even if you're not a foodie, but you just miss going to like the, the burger joint next to your place or whatever, like, you know, it's just, exactly. just, yeah. it's, just it, it's really lame. <laughs> just miss, it's weird what you miss and it feels, uh, kind of silly. Like, you know, the, the type of things that we're sad about and stuff, right? Like some of that stuff is like, uh, you know, we're fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But but yeah, it's, it truly is weird to not be. I'm just I'm getting you know after what is this now seven weeks of being in my house like I'm just tired of of the activities 
that are at my disposal. <laughs> you know, it's just right. like, I mean, speak about it's either like watch Netflix, do some kind of quarantine collaboration project with somebody. I'm doing a bunch of podcast editing for some co- podcast companies that are like have an okay. overload, you know, or like, or just working out. We have a treadmill. So it's just like, just work, you know, get back on the treadmill and work out or yeah. take Rupert for a walk. But, uh, <laughs> but it's just, I'm getting tired of the same <laughs> activities, you know, not being able to go to a restaurant, not being able to go to see friends. Like, ah. yeah, it's, yeah it's odd yeah we we met up with some friends in a park by their house and you know we took a stroll together with the dogs and but everybody was apart you know and uh you know some suggestions have been made you know like you can have one quarantine buddy system like with maybe one other household so like if you had two good friends a couple that you enjoy hanging out with as long as they're good and you're good, obviously you would want you would not want to go to their house and start hugging and doing the French kissing and all of this stuff. But uh, and he, you, by French kissing, he meant cheek to cheek, cheek to yeah, cheek. Yeah, like the French. Like, not for the people French. that are just listening to this and can't see it. it. Yeah. <laughs> don't don't think that Anthony just goes around. I should have said European. Yes. <laughs> I should have said European. Uh, that that French kissing was definitely the poor choice of words. Oh, nice to meet you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my that's like some family guy stuff right there exactly um yeah no I, you know but you could go over and eat dinner you know and hang out and sit at the same table and if sure. they're clear and you're clear you should be pretty safe but but then you got to limit that to one set of friends like that's it yeah totally find your find um, your little crew that you're cool with yeah so moving forward it's it'll you will see trickles of little things that's how it'll it's not going to open up like, hey, throw the gates wide. We're, it's game on. It's going to be, okay, let's dip our toe in the water here. Yep. Yep. Man. All right, well, so we've been talking about this. I think this is a good segue into the next game, which is called Get Your Dang Butt Out of My Face. Whoa. <laughs> this game and get your dang butt out of my face what we're going to do is talk about something that's been bugging us irking our chain pissing us off you know and it gives you an opportunity to talk about that you know kind of air that grievance and then tell that thing to figuratively get its dang butt out of your face and so i have i have one already locked and loaded in the chamber if you want me to go first yeah go for it um i'm curious on, on how you'll feel about about my take on this um due to coronavirus and all this type of stuff, but mine's very coronavirus specific and about masks. Right. And so I have, you know, Lori and I have masks. We're wearing them everywhere and all that stuff, but I've made the choice to not wear masks when I'm going on walks or running around the the neighborhood by myself Um, or or like taking Rupert on a walk. And the, and the reason for that is like, I'm getting hot and sweaty and like, you know, and all that stuff. And it's, and it's hard to breathe through the mask when I'm doing that, but I just stay far away from people. Like if anyone's coming towards me, I, you know, I'm, I get really far away. I cross the street, I get in the middle of the street, whatever I go around. Like I don't put anybody near me at all. You know, even though I've been in my house quarantine longer than most people in my neighborhood, I'm sure I, you know, I still, I just, I'm like being courteous and get, get out, get away. But my problem is that a lot of times I'll be like at the corner and Rupert decides like if I'm on a, on a, on a walk with Rupert or something like Rupert needs to poop or something, you know? And so he'll stop and then I'm stuck there waiting for him to finish his business and you can't really dictate when and where that's going to happen, you know? And, and then, and then somebody comes around 
the corner or they're or they just they like they refuse to get off the sidewalk and they're wearing masks and they give me this big eye roll like like I'm this really inconsiderate asshole for not wearing a mask right. but I'm just like get away from me just get away from I'm not you don't have to like, come right next to me yeah don't really don't come walk within a foot of me so this mean non mask wearing man that I am like don't don't get real close to me so that you can roll your eyes at me <laughs> you know it just so it really pisses me off because it's like I'm not you know, it's like, I don't want to get close to you. I'm staying really far away from everybody. I'm not sure. Like, I know I'm not wearing a mask in the community, but like, I'm, I'm doing my part to stay away. I'm also healthy, you know, right. all this stuff. I'm not coughing on you. I'm not spitting anywhere. I'm just like doing my thing, keeping out, you know? Yeah. And uh, so what I have to say for me is those people that decide to just like get close to me, even though they see I'm not wearing a mask outside, uh, which is fine and not against the law or anything like that. Uh, and then they give me that big eye roll and treat me like a bad guy. Hey, get your dang butt out of my face. There you go. Yeah. That's um, How do you feel about that? Do you think I'm in the wrong? No, I, I, I actually, once again, just like the, the first game, I don't know if it's, if I'm cheating. I might be cheating at these games. I have no idea because mine, it, it's very similar. I could just speak to that same thing. One is, yeah. Um, we see a lot of people when we're walking the dog and so we'll be on a giant pedestrian bridge over the North Saskatchewan river here. Right. And it's a really wide river and the bridges that they've built. Okay. So first of all, Edmonton has the most like trails, uh, bike paths of any city in North America. So it's a oh, very, wow. people are outdoors here. Um, yeah. and we just saw a metric last night we have the most people outdoors during this pandemic trying to get exercise, but I think that's a really good thing that everyone should do. Sure. As being pent up. And if you're, if you're overeating, like we have kind of been lucky with that. We just eat normally. Uh, a lot of people are, they get bored of eating or they're watching Netflix. So they just, you know, tiger King, they, you know, another bag of bag of popcorn or whatever. Yep. So, but yes, when I will see people that out that, so you're on a giant bridge across the water that you could drive two semis next to each other. And we're doing the, you know, we're going right. So you guys are coming this way. You should be on the left. And, mm -hmm. you know, they're just willy nilly, like groups of four or five. And they're a family, but like their kid is almost by us. And then they got to come close. And it's like, what yeah. are you doing? Get yeah. your damn butt out of our faces. Because we are like, we'll just like turn and look over the bridge and literally put our, I mean, I'm maybe too psychotic because the one thing that also gets me is when someone is working out, like you were saying, yeah, um, you really have to look for less populated, like less populated, right? So, you know, they even have signs on all the stairs here because people in this town love to do, like LA, the stairs. Yeah. Uh, they love to find like the, the ones in Santa Monica where there's 200, 300 stairs so they can do reps there are literally metal signs, permanent signs that have been, you know, bolted into these stairs that say during this pandemic, you know, there are no, please do not do reps on these stairs. It's, it's you're not supposed to. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I do think it's, uh, it's a strange thing. So we try to find the least populated paths, but it's tough because, you know, right now, the, well, it's a little gray today, but the weather has been great. People have been out. Um, you know, cause the snow finally melted about a week ago. Uh, right. we're pretty far North up here. So, um, but the, consequently we get really long, 
the sun doesn't really disappear until after 9 p.m. And that'll only get longer and longer as summer comes around. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how, uh, how the distancing happens. But yes, I'm, I'm actually as furious as you are at the eye rolly guy, but yeah. at the people that, that are the kind of the opposite of that person. Although that person that you're describing is self-righteous. I'm talking about the ones that, that seem to, to not care. Like they're that, it's nothing to them. They're like, no, whatever. Just business as usual. It's like, no, man. <laughs> no. Get back. <laughs> yeah, man. That's yeah. That's rough. Uh-uh. I hate that shit. Yeah. It's a, I think we could go on about you know the annoying people <laughs> for a long <laughs> time. <clears throat> I've been having a. <clears throat> it's been kind of a silly feeling of like entitlement in my neighborhood because I like I, I'm a freelance musician, so I'm I'm home during the day a lot. And, yeah. and like, and I'm, that's when I walk Rupert and like we go on walks every day way before coronavirus for years and years that I've lived here. Yeah. That's like my daily routine. So when this all started and everyone's sheltering in place and going outside to work out and stuff, I was just like, who are all these people? Like, get out of here. Like, and so then when you get eye rolled by somebody, I'm like, who are you? This is yeah. Rupert's sidewalk. You know? yeah, I've been here forever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, that's funny that you mentioned that because before I left LA, I was, uh, trying to stay as fit as I could. Right. And I love, I don't have a road bike, so I'm not one of those guys. that's all hunched over with the tight clothing, um, on a bicycle. I wear tight clothing at home. No. So, (laughs) but I was, I'd like to do just distance. I have a mountain bike that doesn't have uh, any shocks. It's just kind of a hybrid. So it has slick tires so I can just, but I like to do, you know, I'll do 40 miles, you know, on a long ride and my short rides are like 15 and I can pop that off in like 45 minutes. And so I was riding a lot and I have an app and I like to, you know, I have a watch that does, and I love to get, you know, I don't do it to compete. I don't, you know, a lot of people on these apps, then they load it up to a feed and they compete with their friends. It's not what it's about for me. The only reason I use the app is to compete with myself. If I can do the, you know, the app tells me you just did that mile in four minutes and eight seconds. And I'm like, I want to do the next one in three minutes and 52 seconds, but you know, go faster. But I was going where I, where I live in Long Beach, I pass Bigsby Park from my house, and then I have this beautiful slope down this drive. You know, it's a car. It's a roadway that leads to a parking lot on the beach. And so I have this lovely entrance to my beautiful bike path either direction. And, you know, if I go north, I, I end up at the – well, it's west if you're there. I end up at the Queen Mary, and if I go south, uh, I can go to Huntington and beyond if I want. And, oh, my God, dude, I was coming. I would turn left and go, I couldn't believe just hundreds of people on the bike path. I'm like (laughs) walking, jogging, talking, way too close, skateboarding. I'm like, so I would just go the opposite way, and I would head to the L.A. River because then I knew it's not as scenic there. You know, it's a little dingy, and you're by this, like, river of, like, trickle of, like, sludge that's coming from LA. <laughs> so that was, that became my spot to ride. So, you know, that's what I, advice, pro tip, find the paths that not that many people are on so we can flatten the curve more. Yeah. yeah. Don't roll your eyes at people. Just yeah, stay that, away from that's them. obnoxious. That's obnoxious. <laughs> All right, man. Well, I think it's time for one more tune before we start wrapping up this interview. How about you? You got another one to share here on the docket? I do. I actually, um, so this song is called Distant Blue, and I wrote it in about 2017 or 16. Uh, I did most of it in a hotel room in Ottawa. 
um, and then added the acoustics um, when I got back to LA, but otherwise it was pretty much done in a hotel room and uh, it was another kind of surprise gift for her. Um, and it talks about the distant blue is a color that seems to come up in our relationship when we first started texting to each other on Facebook. Um, Facebook is like iMessage where the texts are all blue. Uh, yeah. So, and the hearts are blue. If you, uh, they used to have just an instant whatever button that, that you could change. Now I think it's permanently the blue thumbs up, but you could personalize it. So we each made it a blue heart. Total cheese factor here. <laughs> Get your camembert out, ladies and gentlemen. We're gonna just slice it up. But um, so blue was a thing. So I named it distant blue to talk about the distance between us and this color that is. You know, and then obviously it has more than one meaning. You could say that you're blue because of the distance or whatever. And yeah. It's kind of a nice little try. It starts out really mellow. So um, we may want to, you know, go a few bars in to where it starts because it starts from like a really far. It's, it's definitely ear candy for headphones. Well, I bet since knowing that, I've probably already started the track while you described it. And now we're just going to go right in. Distant to the blue. bigs. And now it gets big.
All right, man. Well, dude, thank you so much for sharing all that music on this show. Hey, and like man. I said, yeah. you know, you're you're right on the back of a best of music series, so you're the first one in the new, you know, in the new slot where we're gonna where we'll be like, you know, basically for those best of series, I pick my favorite track from the, who like from everybody that shares music, you know, so right. I, so everyone gets featured again like later down the line. But right. it's a, it takes about it's about a year and a half of of guests that I on the last series, so. Um, again, for any of the listeners, if you didn't, if you didn't check out that last, or if you're just tuning in today to hear Anthony, if you want to check out the last four episodes, they were all best of music episodes where I go through and talk to you. It's basically like a radio show. Cause it's just me talking to you about those guests and how ba- cool they are and how badass their yeah. music is. And then you just get to hear all that stuff. It's really fun. There's a few more things to do. You know, the name of the show is called Ryan is super strong. And so the, the question I ask all my guests simply at the end is simply, Hey, Anthony, are you? Super strong? Totally, man. Yeah. <laughs> I just did some curls yesterday. I'm glad I did. <laughs> Look at the swole. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's a, I, I like that answer. And basically, you know, at the end of each episode, you know, as you can tell from being on it here and listening before, it's, you know, this is a very inspirational podcast. <laughs> so I try to ask all of my guests for a piece of advice, you know, like if somebody knows you or loves your music or likes your attitude, or likes who you are, likes the cut of your jib, somebody that's relating to you and as a listener right now, what's some advice that makes, you know, an Anthony King as super strong as you are? Wow. You know, it's probably, um, I've learned this over the, and music taught me this as music teaches us so many things that aren't just about music. Um, I, I was actually working on a video for a buddy and it's, it's our project, but it's his brainchild. Right. Right. And I had gotten all this stock footage to tell the story of the song in the video. And the first few days he was like, yeah, man, this all looks great. And then he just sent me this text that said, you're going to hate me, but I don't like any of that stock footage, man. I want to use still pictures of the people that played on the song. He goes, this has to be a lot more personal for me. And I was like, I wrote him back. I'm like, yeah, no, no worries. Yeah. And so, uh, don't take anything personally would be the, the, uh, the dithered down the distilled point from that. But I think I, if I look back over my career, I used to go into recording sessions and play a part. And if the artist was like, well, I would get all like, no man, listen, I would try to sell the part rather than just like, Oh yeah, let's, let's. So now if you send me a track, I just record 10 things, send it back. You know, you could say, uh, oh, let's try something. And I'll be like, yeah, great. It's, it's your it's your song. So yeah. I think uh, I think no matter what, even if somebody yells, hey, man, F you from across the street because you're not wearing your mask or because <coughs> dog pooped on their thing. Like, just don't take anything personally. I think that's yeah. it. it's one of the four agreements. And I just reread that book recently. Have you oh, read that? That's book? Right. I have a long time ago. Yeah, I forgot about that book. Yeah, it's a good one, man. Uh, and don't take anything personally. I think is the, it's either the first or second one. It's right up there. So I can't claim, I can't claim that those words in that order is anything that I any revelation that I made. But I definitely think it's essential. Yeah, man, that's beautiful, dude. Man, I like that. Um, so like, uh, I guess the the next thing to talk about is just uh, plugs. You know. Where can people find your music and YouTube videos and albums and you know what you know? I know that there's not any uh, live shows going on right now, <laughs> but shows. I mean, if you uh, the artist I play with is Buffy Saint Marie. She's a Native American. She wrote "Up Where We Belong." Mm-hmm. Probably know that song. Yeah. Um, 
and a million other songs and she's amazing so you can youtube her and i come up in some of those videos there's she has this 50 plus years she's had a career longer than i've been alive she actually released an electronic album the year i was born in 1969 so wow and it's still viable it's still a hip record it's like in amazing. she's amazing um but my music is i've restarted my uh youtube channel uh, not the one you were on uh i should get back to that one too that one's called mood for today but i don't really i haven't posted in several years but anthony king guitar on youtube is just you know and i link those and i it's also anthony king guitar on instagram and so i i do the instagram tv thing i kind of stagger the way i release them so i i put them on instagram first or facebook like independently not linked and then i put them on YouTube and kind of link it all up. And but it's all just Anthony King guitar. Awesome, man. And our, awesome. our video will be coming out on there soon. Oh, that's uh, right. So yeah, th this episode is going to come out on Tuesday of next week. Um, uh, it won't be out before then. Cause the sax player is still under the weather. So okay. I sent him the mix today with you on it so he can jam with like kind of a full band feel. Cool. Uh, it's really interesting to do like, what's supposed to be live like it's one thing to layer something up it's yep. easy to do that remotely but it's interesting because we talked about that how it, the guy that goes first kind of ha doesn't have the benefit of the interaction as much yeah yeah especially in any, any kind of jazz format you know Absolutely. easier in like in a pop setting to just like do your job but yeah, uh, but yeah when it's when it's yeah it's like a seven it was like seven and a half minute track Oh yeah, it's like got solos. There's a drum solo. There's gonna be a sax solo, a guitar solo. So yeah, a proper, you know, melody in, open it up, melody out, little tag on the ending that you caught real nice. So yeah, it was fun. We did a little. I did a little a pandeiro trade in there with as well as a little pandeiro and then drum set solo in there. That's great. That's a fun. And it's just to let the listeners know, we did a song from my father, which is Horse Silver Bossa Nova. Yeah, man. So that should so just check out you know the Ryan is super strong website or Instagram and the and my personal and Ninja Knutson Instagram because I'll be hyping those that video when it comes out as well. Yeah, it'll be great. Um, I also always take this moment to plug Chad Coleman who did the art for the show, Chris Hackman who did the intro and outro music for my show, uh, the Instagram and Twitter I already plugged Ryan is super strong. But the thing that I ask all all the you know listeners to do that listen to this show is to go on Apple Podcast and rate and review the show. You know yeah. what I mean? Because when you, guys, when you guys subscribe and, and uh, give us five-star ratings and reviews, more and more people all around the world get to listen to my badass guest, like Anthony King. There it is. Yeah, love, man. Love, love. Good. That's right. So, yeah, man, it, it, it's, it's been really cool. This, uh, the, the, the best of music episodes have been being listened to, like, in Indonesia and Ireland and Mexico wow. City and all this. And it's just been really fun to – to see, let's see, like all my musician friends getting heard all around the world, you know. So that's great. Yeah, so rate and review the show, man. Got it. That's awesome. Um, all right, man. Well, you know, the last thing I do, I tip is talk to a listener, or a group of listeners, and try to get them to up their game some way. And uh, I'm going to start doing that right after I say thank you so much for being on my show, Anthony. This, my like pleasure. I said, you were my first Zoom interview, and you're also my first uh, international caller. <laughs> wow, man, we're breaking. Like I said, we're we are just like leaps and bounds, man. You go in the in the Guinness Book of History, you know, for the Ryan of Super Strong podcast for sure. You're in amazing. Uh, you're in rare air, my friend. <laughs> it was Thank great you. seeing you, man. Thank you Bye -bye, so much for the show, man. All right, man. Talk to you soon, brother. 
Yeah, you too, man. See you later. All right, guys. This week, we talked about them earlier, but I'm talking about the people that are littering very specifically with their damn gloves. Yeah. The one-time used gloves that everyone's wearing at stores and grocery stores. Do Hey, do I want you to wear them in the stores? Yeah. Yeah. Anthony King and I both want you to wear those. Everyone wants you to wear the gloves. But when you're walking out of the grocery store, if you throw them behind your shoulder like a lit cigarette in a movie as the, as the uh, star of the movie walks away from an explosion, then hey, you're being an asshole. Not only are you being an asshole and throwing germs and shit on the ground when there are places to throw trash in this world, <laughs> you're also littering. Fuck, just because coronavirus doesn't mean littering is not a problem anymore, you crazy fuck. Don't do that shit. <laughs> Listen to the advice of someone like Anthony King, okay? But do take this personally. You're being a, a dick, so don't do that. Go back in the archive of Ryan is Super Strong and listen to all the badass guests give advice and take it seriously. Become better. Stop littering. Stop being a filthy dirtbag animal. And maybe one day, just maybe, you could be super strong too. Just like Ryan.